Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 136 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. All April, enjoy a free two-liter Coke product. I guess for a couple more days. With the purchase of any two large pizzas, order online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. Mondays and Wednesdays on Oilers Now, John Shannon, our NHL insider, joins us for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Pay no overtime rates on their 24-7 service repairs. That's how you build a legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. And just before we uh, bring John in, I'm going to read a tweet that John sent out. Uh, so, Bob Hartley's Omsk team wins the KHL championship. Included on that team were former NHLers Neil Yakupov, Corbin Knight, Reed Boucher, uh, Yuri Sekash, and Ilya Kovalchuk as we bring aboard John Shannon. John, how you doing? Good, Bob. I don't actually, I, I made a mistake. I'm, out, I'm actually just correcting it on Twitter as I, as I speak. I think Yakupov got traded, and that was, that was oh, my fault. Okay. He was there most of the season, so. Okay. Uh, but I think he got traded in the end. But yeah, no, no. It, 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 you know what's interesting? Uh, Patrick Waugh got a new agent uh, to represent him to get a new job in the NHL. And yes. Daniel Glassberg, who's a real, mm-hmm. he's a, uh, a dominant agent in the coaching fraternity. Uh, Bob Hartley, uh, there have been you know rumblings coming out of Russia. Bob Hartley's looking to come back to coach. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna start hearing these names a lot more about guys like Hartley, uh, guys like Waugh. Gerard Gallant got uh, the Team Canada job for the World Championships today, uh, and they all have a little bit of affinity for uh, either the province of Quebec or the Montreal Canadiens. So, you know, see what happens. Uh, I was just going to say with Yakupov, if he was still part of that team, you know, uh, when he was drafted, people talked about him being a championship piece that was 
Anyhow, uh, it's, it, it is interesting, and for the listeners that are unaware, Corbin Knight, uh, it was Edmonton and Calgary and Florida that were recruiting him hard, and Corbin Knight got the A grade. Uh, this predated Bob Nicholson's involvement with the Oilers, but Corbin Knight got brought into Edmonton uh, as well as Neil Yakupov. Uh, I'm not sure it was in the same summer, uh, but Yakupov obviously brought in the spring of 2012 into t- town. Grigorenko came in uh, that year as well, and uh, that and I, and I mentioned earlier in the show today, somebody talked about Darnell Nurse being, you know, the Oilers being lucky that the Flames took Monaghan at six and, and Edmonton got Nurse at seven. And, John, as you know, if Monaghan had been born a couple days earlier because he was a late birth date, he might have been top three or four in the 2012 draft. The 2013 draft was seen as the deeper draft than the 2012 draft, and that ultimately did come to fruition. Yeah, no, I, well, I I have a bias with Corbin Knight. Corbin Knight was was born and raised in a little town called Oliver, British Columbia. So there's only one other person I know in the hockey world from Oliver, British Columbia. So, and is that John Shannon? Yes. So anytime I get a chance to plug Corbin Knight, I say Corbin Knight all the time. Now, was his dad not a? Oh, was his dad the dent? Somebody was involved. There was a connection to the Flames organization because he ultimately there is a belief that Knight could be may have had the upside to have been a you know a third line NHL center fourth liner it just didn't pan out for him and uh, it's interesting all these years later playing in the cage yeah. so well, you know, I mean a couple of guys like Knight and a guy like and Nigel Dawes has gone to Russia and carved out a fantastic fantastic career so it's an interesting uh, interesting time with the KHL and Kim Costin who's a who the Blues own the rights to he was a first round pick they traded yes. to Pittsburgh Ryan Reeves I, I expect Kim Costin to end up coming back now uh, he was on that team too and I wouldn't be surprised to see if Doug Armstrong uses Costin uh, in, in the Stanley Cup playoffs well, that'll be that'll be an interesting one, no question about that. Nigel Dawes. Now, was he not on the World Junior Team in 05? Yep. That, that, oh, yeah, yeah. He was that, a hell of a hockey player. Yeah, him, a and, hockey player. him and Sean Bell were two guys that were pretty good players in support roles on what is considered by many to be the greatest Canadian World Junior Team of all time. And uh, neither guy had a great NHL career. Sean's just a terrific guy. I like bringing up Sean any chance I can get. All right, John. Uh, <laughs> you you know you know the TV side of things. I, first question, did you see this tweet that came out uh, with TNT that had a picture of Alexander Ovechkin and then an Edmonton Oilers captain, but it was a photo of Andrew Ference and not of Connor McDavid? Did you happen to see that tweet? Oh, yes. It was quite early this morning, in fact. Yes. <laughs> How's yeah. that one good? Well, those things happen, right, John? Well, you know, um, let's, just, let's just chalk it up to growing pains. How's that? Have you softened how, in your old age? How long, how long was Andrew actually? How long? How many games did Andrew actually wear the C? I was going to say twenty-one or twenty-two games. And it's amazing that they found a picture uh, of that. But uh, it's funny because yesterday, uh, when the first announcement came out, they had one player on the graphic, uh, and it was Connor McDavid. And uh, announcing the Turner deal, uh, and I thought it was it was fantastic that uh, a they would have a, a Canadian-based player on a U.S. television contract uh, announcement, uh, but uh, that changed quite quickly today when uh, when they uh, 
They made a mistake. Quite frankly, they made a mistake, and I know the NHL has dealt with them on it already. So, and, right. and there would be there would be gnashing of teeth uh, in many uh, in many offices for sure. All right, so I got to ask you this. Uh, I don't want to watch a lot of basketball. I'll be the first to admit to it. I don't have the same interest that I had uh, when Michael Jordan was in his prime, or you know, when the Celtics and Lakers were playing predating that. And I hated the Pistons in the late '80s, by the way. Uh, so I don't watch a lot of the NBA. I have nowhere near the same interest in uh, NCAA college basketball. But TNT, I, I I do watch some of the, and there's a pretty, you know, once in a while I watch it on YouTube. That is a uh, that is a big personality show that they have put together. Is that a fair assessment with Shaq and Charles Barkley? Like, there's some really uh, engaging things. Do you think there's any like, you know, hockey? Hockey's tended to have some. How do we say this? Some politically correct, polite personalities. Now that's saying, I mean, Don Cherry dominated Canadian television, and there's a lot of people that didn't like Don for a long time. Uh, I, I, I would say that uh, there's also some people that really like Don for a long time. Uh, is do you think there's a way they is is hockey just a different sport from basketball, and you can't have stars of the caliber of Shaq and uh, Charles Barkley bringing it the way those guys bring it on that, TS, that TNT uh, panel? That's a great question. Uh, what I would say is that what we don't have is we don't have commentators in our game that can back up controversial statements with fantastic resumes. Uh, now, Don was the exception to the rule, uh, but, but let's face it, Don played one game in the National Hockey League, uh, did become a very good coach, took his team to the Stanley Cup final, won the coach of the year, so he did have pedigree as a coach. Uh, So when he said something, uh, there was, well, I know I'm a coach. Uh, And that was his approach all of the time. Uh, On the basketball side, when Charles Barkley, who was a member of the Dream Team, or Steve O'Neill, who's a multi-time, multiple NBA Finals champion, Yep. they have, they have the chops to be able to say something, and nobody who plays the game can actually dispute it. They can argue with them, but they can't dispute it. Um, we have never had a player join a broadcast with similar chops and similar resumes and be successful. We haven't. In fact, I would tell you the greatest players in our game don't want to be involved. There you go. There they, you go. They don't want, they don't want to have the opinion. And, and quite frankly, after 25 years uh, uh, of, of playing hockey and, and getting physically and mentally beaten down, uh, they want to escape from the game, I find. And, and they, don't, they don't want to work for the pittance that television pays them compared to what they earned as a player. They want to get away from it. So we've never had that. And, and we have great we have great people that become announcers. But none of them were superstars, really. None of them. You know, I mean, I mean I, Ray Ferraro is a really good player. Wasn't yep. a superstar. Eddie Olchek was a really good player. Wasn't a superstar. Uh, Kelly Rudy, really good player. Wasn't a superstar. You know, the people that we've had... Uh, 
carry all that work for us in broadcasting uh, are good quality people but weren't marquee names. And that's the difference with what the Turner basketball broadcast has done. Yeah, it's interesting. I had this conversation with a guy who recently retired. Uh, in his last contract, he made $27.5 million over five years. Uh, he was an all-star in a prominent Canadian market. And I, and, I mean, this guy would have the look. And he's like, no chance. Not interested. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You'd be perfect at it. You'd be out. He goes, who needs that? And it was just kind of like, well, wow, you know. You, you, you know what I mean? And I, but you watch the star, and I mean, and it, maybe is it a difference a bit between? Does it say? So, and I'll ask the listeners this, John: Is it a, a little bit of a difference between the nature of? You know, hockey has been a large part of Canadian game, though obviously there's been tremendous growth with European players, and, and the U.S. is clearly Canada's one B. If if Canada's one A today, but like the NFL. And the NBA, you watch those panels. You watch Fox or you watch CBS with the NFL. They those they have big time guys on there. Yeah, but you know? Tony, Tony, Tony Romo got a raise, got a raise in salary going for the Dallas Cowboys to go to right go to go to network television. Like they have big stars working their games. Well, they, but they they pay for it. They pay. Right. We, 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 it's just not. It's just. First of all, it's not in the DNA of, of the network to pay that kind of money, and it's not in the budgets that right. we would ever be able to afford. But then the and, and then on top of that, you know, I, I'm not sure that any player, after the rigmarole he's gone through his whole career, would want to continue to work as hard as you actually have to do to do the job properly. Yeah, I mean, Scotty Bowman. Scotty Bowman stepped. He he ended up doing some. You you worked with Scotty, didn't you? When yeah, he was a, yeah, an yeah, analyst. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but that was different because Scotty knew he was going back in. Okay. So th- Scotty was bridging it. You know we you know uh, that's the, I call that the Bill Parcells effect. You know Bill Parcells knew he was going back in. So Brian, he Brian Burke for a year and a half. Brian yeah, Burke. Brian, perhaps. Yeah, perhaps. Um, uh, but but you know but I, I I'm. You know, Brian. Brian's a little different because Brian was a manager. Brian wasn't a player. You know, and and you know, Charles Barkley is still known as a player. Shaquille O'Neal is known as one of the greatest players, top fifty of all time. Um, you know, the other, it, that's that's the biggest difference. You know, we. You know, when I was at the league, we had Brett Hall working for NBC for a short period of time, um, and 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 Brett's a big name. Brett was a star, but Brett didn't want to work at it. Brett wanted to show up Sunday morning, leave Sunday night, and then go back to play golf. And yet you can't do that. You have to work this job. You got to grind, John. You got to grind. Every day. Every day. Particularly in our sport, that there's hockey every day. So there's games every day. There's practices every day. And you have to get your information every day. All right. Very quickly, why have the Oilers handled the Jets the way they have? I don't. I, I. I actually think Paul tries to overcoach. Uh, I, I think Paul is trying to to stop Connor and stop Leon, as opposed to trying to harness them. I. I, I think that it's it's the and I think I, I've seen it not only with 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 the Jets versus the Oilers. I've seen it with the Jets versus the Maple Leafs too, because he has the same issue with Austin Matthews. 
You know, first of all, it was Adam Lowry. Then it was Mark Scheifele. Uh, I suspect it will try to be Scheifele again uh, tonight. But I think, I think Paul, and I love Paul. Paul's a friend. I think Paul overcoaches. In this scenario, I think Paul overcoaches. And it's, and it's come back to roost. I mean, the last three games, he's pulled his goalie. He's benched his superstar. And what has happened? And the answer is nothing. He, he's, he's running out of tricks to try to turn the team around because I think sometimes Paul overthinks. All right. Awesome stuff, John. Have a good show tonight. Uh, on with uh, Jack and Louie. And uh, we'll huck up again on uh, Monday, okay? I'm going to hook up with you tomorrow night, man. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. we got another one tomorrow night. The Oilers and the Flames. Wow. Uh, Calgary and Vancouver. We're going to have to get into that conversation uh, next week a bit, but we'll continue to follow the journey then. Uh, we will see you tomorrow at the building. Yep. There you have it. Yep, awesome stuff, John. You bet. That is John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Bob Stoffer with you at 151 in Edmonton. And... Uh, it's it's interesting stuff in terms of there's there's been some good uh, you know where I got a couple good texts on this. Um, here we go, K Jam. We're gonna give him two shots on one show today, and we've had lots of texts. And if I didn't get your text today, don't be offended. Hockey teams' uh, nature makes stars reliant on lesser teams for their ultimate team success. That humbles them and encourages them to require and want less attention on themselves. That, combined with the requisite work, the pay, and the scrutiny, pushes them away from the spotlight after their career. Again, I I, I had the conversation with this uh, on a, on a, on a player, former player, who would have been terrific. Okay, he could talk, he was smart, he had an eclectic uh, uh, background, was into music, and uh, you know, had an artistic side, would have been a wonderful multi-dimensional uh, host or uh, analyst who could, you know, hit on lots of different topics. No interest. None whatsoever. It's crazy. All right, keep texting us at any time in the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780 Wow, we should have almost done like an audio version of this, but let's get to the Oilers, uh, this day in Oilers history. It is brought to you by Dennis and Jason Laliberti and the team at New West Travel. And here's Brendan Escott. Yeah, back in 1997, Todd Marchant picked up a uh, regular regulation assist and scored the game winner just over seven minutes into overtime as the Oilers beat uh, Ken Hitchcock's Dallas Stars 4-3 in Game 7 of the Western Conference quarterfinals. Cujo was brilliant in those two games. Uh, we will have the City Ford Faceoff show beginning today at uh, 5.30 with uh, Cam Moon and uh, Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, and myself. The puck drop of tonight's game is at 7 p.m. And uh, tomorrow, loaded show for you. Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBras, Kevin Weeks from the NHL Network and the Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication, and solar. And a guy that was on that team back in 1997, uh, the big man, George LaRock. After Eileen Bell and the Global News Weather Traffic Update, we will uh, have 6.32 afternoons with Jalen Nye. Vincent McDermott will join the show. He's a reporter editor for Fort McMurray Today to discuss the current situation involving uh, vaccine challenges in the Wood Buffalo region. Today is Superhero Day. The Winnipeg Jets are the Oilers' opponent. The crash test dummies are from Winnipeg. This 
is Superman's song. So long, everybody. Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.